and welcome to the sixth episode of We Don't Need Instructions, a podcast where we talk about stuff around life where we're not given instructions. I'm a student who doesn't know who the f- what the fuck he's talking about, and this podcast episode is about the mental health stigma that everyone wants to talk about. Throughout my different podcasts, I've talked about different reasons for people having bad mental health and different reasons people, the majority of people, put forward for having bad mental health. Social media, expectations, we create our own problems, etc, etc. The one thing I haven't touched on is the stigma that everyone loves to talk about when they talk about mental health. The stigma being that mental health is put into a negative light where people are considered weak or people are considered fragile for talking about their emotions or opening up to people, which is stupid. Because we're all human and because we're all gifted knowledge, every single one of us has had shit mental health some point or another within their life at least once because we create our own problems see how how I connected that shit and putting a negative light on something that affects you too and putting a negative light on something that could actually help you not just other people if you only think about yourself putting a stigma around mental health affects you not the other people that you don't care about, no. It affects you. So why the fuck do we even have this stigma when it affects everyone in the world in different ways for different reasons? It's stupid. And many mental health advocate ad, advocates talk about mental health, the mental health stigma, mostly in reference to men, mostly in reference to cultures who like to have a strong personality, like to feel strong and tough and not open up about their feelings. So when you look at statistics, suicide statistics, oh, men commit suicide more so it means they can't talk more about their emotions, which maybe is the case. I have no fucking clue. But the stigma is people find it hard to open up so they get worse mental health. I'm going with that notion throughout this episode. Now, there's a problem with blaming all of mental health, all of these suicide rates, which to be fair, that's what most people focus on when talking about mental health, is the suicide rates or the depression rates. It's saying if you can't open up, you're going to get worse mentally. Now, if we're referring to suicide rates, we, t- we talked about this, where the reason people commit suicide is because that's their last option. And because it's their last option, that's their only hope. They don't have hope for the next day. They don't have hope for other people. And they're in a terrible space. Of course, there are different reasons, but that's the main reason why people commit suicide is because of a lack of hope and that's their last resort is to 
have hope on what's on the other side, the light at the end of the tunnel, whatever the fuck. So, when looking at different mental health advocates, and they talk about the stigma, they say, young, especially young people, can't go ahead and talk about what their problems or open up to people or open up to their friends. They can't do that. And because of that, they get depression. And because of that, they commit suicide. Because no one was there to listen. Maybe that's the case. But from my experience as a student, who is in the one of the youngest generations, that's not the case. Maybe it was back in the day, when, in my parents' generation, when you were sent to a psych ward for having a tiniest bit of suicidal thoughts or depression. But everyone talks about everything. Everyone is open, at least within my community. And I can't say this from my perspective because it's only one perspective. But seeing all these people, millennials and under, talk about mental health and open up online and open up all these things, you can see the stigma breaking down. And when people, so many people push the stigma and say, we need to break this down, we need to do this, we need to do that, to break it down, because this is the main evil around mental health, they're rushing it. It's the same thing as racism, it's the same thing as sexism. It takes time to break down people's ideologies and thoughts around these things. Why do you think it took around 40 years or 20 years for Martin Luther King Jr. to do something? Why do you think it took decades for women to have the right to vote? Because it's a process. It's a process to be able to have people think differently have a whole wide community think differently about what's best for the future and best for the bigger majority of people. But there is one mental health advocate who I support much more than other mental health advocates, and his name is Mike King, who talks about the stigma, but not as the main problem. He talks about the stigma as, yes, it's a problem, but it's being solved. Sure, we need to focus on that, but continuing to push it is not going to continue to help the slowly increasing suicide rates of younger individuals. But he talks about the stigma as a form of unity. He talks about the stigma as... Everyone gets mental health problems, a lot of people get depression, and it does not matter what type of person you are. And that is something we need to base the destruction of the stigma around. Everyone gets this. Everyone gets bad mental health days. Everyone gets all these different problems within their own head, within their own psyche. But he talks about how in New Zealand, not a lot of people are seeking help. 80% of young children who have consistent suicidal thoughts don't look for help. 
Now is that the stigma or is that the way we're dealing with mental health? Now people are going to look at the stigma and say, well, they can't open up and they can't talk to their friends about it. If you're having consistent suicidal thoughts, for some people, sure, I believe it would help to talk to your friends about it, but a trained professional is something you honestly need. But when you're having consistent suicidal thoughts, you have a lack of hope. Having a lack of hope means you're not motivated to go to a counsellor every week because you have no hope that you'll get better. But people expect, people expect, especially the government, for kids, for people to go out and seek psychologists, therapists, and all these different people who can help with mental health. They can help. I'm not saying that they're all whitewashes and all fake. No, they can help. But in order for them to do their job, they need consenting people to take the train, to walk into town, and to go up into a building and sit there and talk about their problems from a trained professional every week for at least six weeks for them to stop, for them to start gaining hope. How do you think they, these people can do that when they can't even get out of the fucking bed in the morning? When they have no motivation to shower or to eat or to do anything? And we wonder why we have such a high suicide rate when we rely on these therapists to stop suicide rates, when we put so much money into it. And it relies on people having the hope and motivation to actually go out and try and be better. And I don't have a way to fix that. I don't know if there is a way to fix that. But having your whole way to deal with mental health as a psychologist who relies on people having motivated who are motivated to go out and seek that treatment, of course it's not going to fucking work. And sure, maybe the stigma has a part of it where a lot of people say, oh, I'm weak to go towards these counsellors. Oh, I'm weak to go to this therapist. Maybe that is the case. Maybe I'm weak to talk to a friend. Maybe my friend will hate me after or think I'm bad person if I go talk about my feelings. But the fact that counselling sessions, so we focus on the suicide rates and the depression rates more than anything else because it's a number that we can follow. But what we don't focus on is the kids who are having these consistent suicidal thoughts, who don't actually have proper depression, who don't actually have proper suicidal tendencies. No but they're about to. They're reaching that breaking point where they're losing hope day by day by day by day until the only hope that they have is seeing what's on the light at the other side. This is what we should focus on. These kids who don't have the proper motivation to get better, who are slowly getting to that point. We need to focus on how to get these people better 
before they don't have the hope to continue forward. And maybe breaking the stigma is the way for them to start outreaching and talking to other people. Or maybe we even go further back and say, how do we stop more people from falling into this consistent suicidal thought loop? Well, why not? Why not go even further back and say, what's within our society that causes this bad mental health? And a lot of people want to say the stigma. But when the stigma takes so long to break down, like racism, like sexism, there has to be something else for us to focus on in the meantime, for us to actually understand how to do better, or for us to understand maybe there is another way. There is something else that's causing this shit mental health that so many other people are facing. So the stigma is a problem. A lot of people can't open up that they're having suicidal thoughts to their friends or they don't feel like they have the motivation to go talk to a counsellor. So maybe breaking the stigma is something that we need to focus on. But why not focus on something else in the meantime? This has been We Don't Need Instructions with your host, Liam Smith, a podcast about different stuff around life with instructions that we weren't given. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you later. This has been We Don't Need Instructions with your host, Liam Smith, a podcast about different stuff around life with instructions that we weren't given. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you later.